buckle up, everybody, because we're going into the Miss Frizzleverse. It's microdosing this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. You know what we've both been dealing with? What? <laughs> Snow. Yes. The concept of the wintertime weather pattern that is snow, which we're not used to dealing with, but we've had two big snow experiences lately. And I, I'm just here to say I don't care for it. The way you said that, you know what we're both dealing with? I was like, depression, <laughs> anxiety, I mean, yes, dread. Yes. yes. All, all that is just like, a, it's just a constant. <laughs> but yes, we both, uh, yeah, we've been dealing with the snow. I went up to the Sierras, which is mountains in Northern California. And I think we got like two or three feet of snow. Oh and God. I also got terrible vertigo two days into it. I think from like uh, the altitude change, but it was real shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, because... When you're, I, I tweeted it, I might have deleted it because let's not, you know, bite the hand that feeds. But I tweeted that having vertigo for 36 hours is worse than watching every A24 horror film not directed by Ari Aster. And then I was like, fuck, one day I'm going to write a script and they're going to Google my Twitter and be like, oh, well, he's an asshole about A24 movies. So so I, I went ahead and I, I deleted that tweet, but it felt very much like a like a horror movie like of the world of Stephen King where everything's spinning. I need it to be dark. It's loud. And also the snow is just piling up and you can't go anywhere. So hope you don't need medicine. I mean, what you just described sounds like a bad trip, but today we're going to be talking about like little baby <laughs> tiny good trips. That was so I mean, obviously, I had in I had in my head planned that, like, if I needed to seg into the topic, I was going to talk about like, oh, so I needed Dramamine. Uh, but we didn't even need to get to that. That was a perfect Is this seg. A lingo seg? <laughs> um, like a segue, like we made a segue yeah. into the topic. Yeah, yeah. That's the lingo. I love it. Yeah, I, I don't know if we made it. We, yeah. And um, anytime you hear that, be do, be do, be do anywhere in the world, it we 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 trademarked it. We get money. Yeah. It's, that. Yeah. So you owe us money is what yeah. we're saying. OK. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, bring in our wonderful guest today. She's a comedian and actress. You know her from the show Florida Girls. Please welcome Patty Guggenheim. Well, hello. 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 Thank yeah. you for being here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, I don't, I still don't know how we came up with the seg alert, but it's, um, it, it it's, it's the one constant of this show yeah. that we refuse to give up no matter how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I like it. Can I try it? Yes. Yep. Very good. Oh, I love you it. Nailed it. It kind of like takes me to a place. I like it. Yeah. Maybe like London and a cop car goes by. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that is it. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the world of microdosing, uh, which is basically, you know, microdosing psychedelics. 
super low sub hallucinogenic doses of a psychedelic substance like LSD or mushrooms, something like that. Um, Patty, why do you know that? Well, I know that, you know, it's kind of funny when we thought about this topic, I was like, I think I've been doing little mini microdoses of everything my whole life. Like, like I, my first drug quote unquote was dip. Have you guys done dip? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't done dip. Well, I was like my, my sweet mate in college, um, dipped and I, watched my roommate grab what he thought was like a root beer bottle but it <gasps> uh -oh. yeah uh and and take a start to take a sip Oof. and so you see that and you never dip no you never do it no it was i wanted to try it just because i like trying little bits of anything you know and i did and i it affected me so much i was spinning i barfed but then i felt great i was like this is an awesome thing i'm not going to do it a lot but um it just affected me a lot but then you know i that was that was you know 20 years ago at summer camp and um we stole it from a counselor um and then this microdosing of hallucinogens i have never actually done like a big dose of it well whatever i don't even know how much i'm supposed to talk about this because it is still illegal um but the microdosing was introduced because uh instead of using like pharmaceuticals for you know just low level anxiety or depression or just everyday things that go on. Um, I started to do some microdosing of LSD and it is, I mean, it really changed my life in a big way. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could explain more about that. But Absolutely. I the thing I would notice we're just launching right into it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go for it. This is a salon atmosphere. The conversation will ebb and flow. Okay, good. Well, have you guys tried a microdose of anything? No. Um, I mean, like I have edibles, but like um okay. no. I'm I'm open to it in the idea of like I'm open to a small amount of something. <laughs> right. Yes. Nadia? Yeah, and, and I have not either, uh, okay. but I am also very, very open to it. I'm somebody that's like, I want to do a a thing where I'm in a cabin and out in the woods and I take a, yeah. a let's call it a regular dosage for sure, the sake yes. of uh, argument here compared to a, 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 a midi dosage versus a, a maxi med, med, <laughs> and a mini mid, a micro. Yeah. Micro, mini, maxi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it the same as like tampon sizing? Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Super plus. There's just um, commercials where they pour uh, like a weird blue liquid on top of the shroom. Um, yeah. And they're like, look how much it can absorb. Uh, yeah, I, I have not yet, but uh, it is something that I am keenly interested in. Well, I had never done any hallucinogens of any kind except for Drink. I mean, I feel like I've probably drank so much that I was in on a different planet multiple times. So many, I mean, so many decades of my life I've done that. And this was just introduced. Um, 
somebody got it off the dark web and got a little LSD, cut up the little squares, figured out exactly how to measure it. Um, just the chemistry of it, which is kind of incredible. Um, put it in vodka and then it absorbs, it takes the acid out of the paper. And then you have this liquid that you can then dose out uh, with a dropper. So you can figure out exactly how many micrograms you're ingesting. So usually for like a, a trip, people take a hundred micrograms and that's where you're like, you know, the classic melting and all the things. Mm -hmm. um, I started taking five, five micrograms. So it's like barely even noticeable really. But then I would do it every third day. And I did that for like a year and a half. And then I would just since then have not needed it. But then every oh, once wow. in a while I will – have a little bit here, or a little bit there of mushrooms or LSD uh, microdose. But it's like, it would do the thing where like, you know, in a day you're driving down the street and you're like, you just start like spinning into a bad, you're like, Ugh, you know, traffic or. Oh, oh people. yeah. Oh like, yeah. I mean, every day. I've gone stuff. horse just yelling at the fact that there are too many cars going in the it, same direction. Where are me. you all going? Like <laughs> yeah. all of that. It, yeah. Where, what, <laughs> it is not the time of day for everyone. To, like it is nighttime on the five people. Yes. Yeah. It's midnight on a Sunday. Where are you going? Um, so it would be that, but at that moment where it would go into the spot, I would catch myself in kind of like a rainbow and being like, it is a fucking miracle. We're alive. We can drive in a car. I mean, it was just like the classic things would hit me that like, we are all one. We're all part of this incredible planet, inner working system. Those kind of things would just like dawn on me. Um, on a regular Tuesday. And I was like, well, sign me up. I'm going to do this. And it just really, really helped my overall mood, vibe, energy, um, anxiety, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's been a lot of sort of back and forth because I feel like microdosing is this thing that has sort of come up. I, I'm sure it's always been there, but I think particularly recently, it's become, you know, the, the thing the the drug du jour so to speak yeah. i mean uh, christine baranski's doing it on the good fight and if christine baranski is doing it on cbs you know welcome to, welcome to the world yeah welcome to the yeah. mainstream yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Uh, that's if the marker of mainstream is christine yeah. baranski doing it <laughs> i and won't do so? anything until i've seen her do it remember how i wouldn't remember how i hated the grinch until i found out that she liked the grinch Oh, yeah. And then you were like, oh, this guy's fine. Yeah. No, I like him. Yeah, it's just it, it's definitely more mainstream now. I think it'll probably be totally legal, you know, within the next few years. For sure. Mushrooms, because um, those are already like becoming legal. And I just know a lot of people who are using um, mushrooms and peyote. Also, I actually just did that for the first time like a week ago. Oh. oh, how was that? That was really, all of these things, if you told me I would have 
been doing them at any point in my life, I would have like thrown you off a cliff and thought you were like the worst. Like I look had had such a bad perception of all of these words and things like mescaline. Like it just sounds like dirty and weird and like scary. <laughs> it was the most beautiful. It's a cactus um, that's like this big that just grow. It takes like five years to grow. And then the way they get it is they just grind it you know, down to like dirt and then you just eat the little bits of dirt. And it was so wonderful. It was, it was such a tiny amount, but it was like, I don't know. You just feel like you're part of the earth. Cause we are, I mean, we are all kind of made from the same stuff and you, you just kind of feel that. And it's a very happy, like earthy kind of feeling. Yeah. I definitely feel more, um, like leaning towards something that like uh, of the earth, like a peyote or I've always kind of wondered what would happen if I tried ayahuasca. I mean, I know I don't I don't think they they microdose that you kind of have to just like go shit your pants and vomit yeah. and, and hope for the best. But I've always been like curious about that experience. Like what would what would I go through? Yeah, the mushrooms, ayahuasca, peyote, all of that. So earth, it's like nature connects you. And then LSD feels more like cosmic. Like you're just up there and you're like, holy shit. I have done like a few like bigger doses of that. And it's, I don't know. It just like melts you. I don't know. It's everything. It's just like you, you get it all of a sudden. It's like, that sounds so cheesy and stupid, but you're like, Oh, I don't know. Everything else just seems so like meaning like little minutia kind of just floats away. Yeah. I kind of get that. Sometimes I'll be like super high and writing and be like, this is it. I've solved, (laughs) I've solved storytelling. I've, (laughs) I've created a new type of narrative. This is it. This isn't just good for my story. Like I've, I've got to start teaching classes on this. I'm going to write a book. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, again, since I haven't done it, it's hard to speak from experience, but I do feel like um, there are such big differences that I don't think most folks understand. I think they just kind of put in of the earth drugs, as I'll call them in one big category of like varying degrees of, uh, how much you're going to trip or how bad you're going to trip. And obviously I'm not referring to stuff that I'm referring to. You're clean, you're organics, you're organic of the earth drugs, nothing that's been cut with extra stuff in it or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. That said, it does feel like microdosing uh, like one twentieth, one tenth of a recreational dose or so uh, is this thing that like, because millennial, like they've done studies where like millennials are, are they, they drink as much or a little bit less, but like cocaine is not as big of a thing. Uh, to which I say, yeah, we don't have any money. <laughs> I spent <laughs> it all on avocado <laughs> toast. <laughs> and ruining the diamond industry yeah. or whatever. Do you know so how like- much root beer flavored candy just weed edibles are? You think I can afford those and cocaine? I yeah, wish. exactly. <laughs> I do oh kind of feel God. like harder drugs are going to go out of style. I mean, they're never going to go out of style, but like they're going to, I think something like Oxycontin, the reason that there's such a huge opioid crisis is the readily accessibility of it. Whereas yeah. 
of the earth drugs have been always a little bit maybe harder to find than, say, mm-hmm. just like weed. But then a lot of other drugs are just way more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's I my mean, take. If it's, nothing it's, else, we're all into it because yeah. it's cheap. <laughs> if nothing else, if I only have to pay a 20th of the price for it, then sign me up. Yeah. Um, exactly. Actually, Patty, when- I like what's up? Oh, no, go go ahead. Oh, I really I like your um, the life philosophy of just like wanting to to try as many things and being like open to like, yeah, I, I want to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and, and that I, I like that. Yeah. And then you can find the things you like and then just keep doing that for a little bit if you want. Yeah. I like to, you know, like. And um, I don't think I knew about. um now, of course, in like researching and stuff like that. But before I didn't uh, I didn't know about just like the long term effects that uh, just the long term effects of it, of um, of doing it and then kind of not needing to mm-hmm. for, for a while after. That's very- yeah, it's kind of like what I imagine if you were on like antidepressants, like you don't have to be on them all of the time, um, but there can be some side effects where you feel just from people I know who've taken them where you feel like you're kind of not in the flow of life anymore. You're just kind of in like your own. Oh yeah. I've, um, I've dealt with that just on my, my antidepressants of like like going back to the, uh, the yelling in traffic. Now there will be times when I'll be like, okay, (laughs) take note. I should be bothered, you know, like, okay, this is a like, okay, the pendulum, I think the pendulum has swung too far because this is something I should be angry about. Um, like, I feel that happens a lot to me now of just like, hmm, maybe what I'm, was, yeah. What yeah. was the most recent example of that where you were like, oh, this should bother me, but it's not. Um, I, um, a year ago when uh, my apartment was broken into at 2 a.m. while oh. I was home. Um, and I feel like looking back on that um, and my reaction in the moment and like right after it happened in like the next few days was very much just like, no, it's fine. Which I think is also just like how you like cope with with yeah. something like that. It was just mm-hmm. having like it has to be OK. What are the what are the other things? But I do feel like. My I my brain had been kind of wired and trained in a way where now it was easy to be like, oh, something very big and upsetting. No, thank you. Closed for business. Yeah. yeah. Put down yeah. the shutters. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll, we'll open. We'll try this again later. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, I um, yeah. That's kind of the long term benefit of yeah, and of I think dosing it, SSRIs. Wait, what's this? this or is that? That's just whatever my medication is. It's a type. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Don't make me say what the letters mean. I don't know. No, 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 no. I um. Something's inhibited. I know that there, there's so many options, and it's good that there are options, and whatever is good for people. I just like knowing that there are options that are like. I mean, hopefully, you know, Microsoft doesn't just like start super producing mushrooms and then we are we have to buy microsoft you know like micro dose soft (laughs) you can't spell micro i mean i can already see the microsoft logo (laughs) and the soft rearranging to dose it's too perfect and when when anyone's going to micro when you go to buy it there's like a little clippy who's like hi i hear that you would like to buy a 20th of lsd is this correct (laughs) 
And he tells you, he, he gives you all the instructions. Now take the dropper and uh, mix in the vodka. <laughs> I know that's a little terrifying. But I, I mean, it's, I don't think it's that crazy because like now, especially in LA, like we live in a place where you can have weed delivered to your house and like, yeah. Obviously, that's great, and um, it should be decriminalized. And there's, you know, all a whole conversation yeah. there. But yeah. I, I don't think like 20 years ago, um, we would have thought it would come. It, that's where we would be. So I would not yeah. be surprised. And yeah, the history it's... books will say Christine Baranski and Patty Guggenheim <laughs> led the charge. <laughs> yeah, your whole list of incredible celebrities um, <laughs> Susan Sarandon and Susan Sarandon um, <laughs> I do think that hopefully people can learn how I mean I know people who are now growing their own not just weed mushrooms and um cacti, you know, cacti um who are now being able to do that and I know someone in particular who has a company who is um, helping veterans get off of all the prescription drugs that they're given when they come out of, oh wow, you know, war and in different traumatic situations, oh, that's and amazing. using plant medicine now, and he's having like incredible results, and so that kind of stuff is really exciting that it can like really change people's lives. Yeah, and it's it's time tested, you know, mm -hmm. in a way that a lot of more modern medicine is not. Like people have been growing and consuming cacti for yeah. 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 Yeah, All there was a uh, one study done by harm reduction journal and they found in terms of beneficial outcomes uh, most folks that were doing it improved mood and focus. Uh, the one, the, the 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 things that were not as great, or I guess they call it challenging outcomes, was physiological discomfort and increased anxiety. Do you feel like when you've been microdosing, mood and focus improve, but maybe you don't uh, feel as great in your body, or maybe there's a sense of anxiety? I felt the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's probably different for everyone, though. I don't, I don't, <laughs> this probably sounds really stupid, but like, I feel like my DNA is like ready for drugs. Like we just want <laughs> drugs. Um, and of any kind or caliber for something, for some reason, my family, everyone, not everyone does drugs, but I'm, <laughs> everyone like drinks or like, everyone is just like, wants to do the things. Um, but I, I, I really did have, I could imagine if you took a little bit too much of any of those and were trying to do like day-to-day -day tasks, like be on the phone with AT&T, you would be like, what's happening? <laughs> but um, I, I didn't, I loved it. I mean, I, I felt the opposite. I felt really in my body and mm -hmm. aware of my body, which is cool. And when I started this, I was coming off of, really intense like pharmaceutical medication mm. for health stuff. And so it kind of helped me rebalance and get into my body. And now I'm off of all of those things and I'm not really doing anything anymore. It's just kind of like a, luckily like a stasis that's raised. Yeah. 
No, that's good. Have you ever had a bad trip? Because it's like nearly 40% of people, if they've, uh, according to one survey uh, that I can't find the source of, but uh, wait, can I? Uh, No, I can't. Anyway, point is about like uh, nearly half of people, if they take a full dose of mushrooms, may end up on a bad trip where they just get like too high and... Say it's like one of the oh. craziest experiences that they've ever had to deal with in their life because they probably oh, yeah. had no idea what they were getting themselves into. Do you feel like at any point microdosing you maybe microdose too much or do you feel well, like just the intensity doesn't uh, create that challenge because there's just so much less of it? I actually do remember the first time I did mushrooms. I also think it's good to be at least 25 and over because your brain's like fully developed. I think if you're doing it younger, you have more of a tendency to like people who um, have a tendency to have like a a psychosis or psychotic that break or something like Mm -hmm. that can, it can really like trigger something for them. Um, And I don't know any of the real stats or science behind that. I just know that from that. I mean, that tracks with me. I think about like, college or just out of college age Steve and like his fragile psyche and like the last thing that guy would have needed was like you know yes anything yes one of my friends in college did mushrooms and dropped out of college that day uh she like (laughs) did mushrooms in the quad and then walked to the sign up office for the college and dropped out And then her life went on a completely different track. So that stuff happens. And the first time I did it, I was in Amsterdam and I was with my boyfriend at the time. And it was weird. It was like February snowing. We saw someone fall into the canal and potentially die. Like it was like so much going on. And I was okay. I was kind of just like floating around and having a good time. But my partner, my boyfriend at the time did have a full meltdown and had to go back to the hostel. And we were like, I had to hold him. And that was bad. That was a bad time. Yeah. You kind of, you've always struck me as like, um, not too much of a a worrier or an anxious person. Do you, do you think that like, I don't know. I could just feel, I feel like I can like, see a situation where like you've dosed or micro dosed and like the anxiety monsters creep up on you. And I can just Patty kind of being like, mm-mm, thank you. <laughs> and then they just kind of disappear. Like that's the vibe that I feel like I, I get from Patty. It's just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Not today. Mm-mm. Just yeah, a quick just, little. Mm-mm. It's so polite too. Yeah. yeah. Like a firm boundary, yeah. but a yeah, polite exactly. one. I know that little anxiety is a, a, energy too and i want them to be no no thank you very mm-hmm. much no, no. Um, i need you for like primal like yeah. human instinct but that's it thank you though right i need thanks it for checking in coming, right? <laughs> yeah but not not on tuesday on la brea i just don't need it <laughs> um i did i was having some of those anxiety things come up though before i had started and it was yeah, I think it's probably like life, you know, life overwhelm for any number of reasons kind of just started feeling like too much. And I think having health issues at that time 
it was all connected. But then like therapy and and microdosing and just like tapping into the the body and like yeah, it just it got easier to to say no thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um so as far as like uh other effects uh, I mean, a lot of people microdose for a ton of reasons, like you mentioned mental health symptoms, anxiety and depression, uh, or coming off of drugs like that, um, trying to improve creativity or increase energy and focus and concentration. Do you feel like um, those things really worked for you? I know we, we talked a little bit about it, but as far as like the creativity side of things, did you feel like all of a sudden you were like, oh my God, I can, I can make the thing now, or I can... Yeah. you know, fix this issue or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it did. I'm by no means an expert. I am, you know, I did feel though that I was able to tap more into that creativity. Like, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I remember I had microdosed a day. I would, I would try not to do it on days that I had to go perform at the groundlings because you just don't want to be like, am I going to be weird? Am I going to, is this going to be like super strange? And then I'll have to tell everybody I'm like on acid. Yeah. Um, and like everybody around you is already wearing like, <laughs> like you're, you're already kind of in like a small version of the circus where like everybody's yeah. kind of already like heightened with wigs and makeup and costumes and props. So like. Oh, I was kind of reminiscing about a sketch that Steve and I well, that he wrote and that we did. And oh, which one? Well, I was Lady Jam. I was thinking about Lady Jam. <laughs> we all kind of like wrote this show together, and it was one of the most. Dreamy it was times. yeah. It was uh, Drew Tarver and I, our duo, medium friends, and then Gonza Goog, Patty, and Sophia Gonzalez, and we we kind of like split the show where we did some like of our respective duos, but then we wrote a bunch of like four person sketches and they were the most fun because all we were trying to do was make the other three people laugh. Like <laughs> the only goal we had was, I'm going to take the sketch to our read through and I want everyone to be like, that's so stupid. I love it. And uh, it was, it was <laughs> and so it much And it happened fun. the yeah. whole time. I like live in that memory. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a great like, that's that's when we should have micro. That's a show I should it micro. It feels for. like we were on. It really does for that whole that whole show. I would yeah. do that and again in a second. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, that's kind of a people probably don't care about hearing about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's so um there was uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there was a church sketch. There's a church sketch. <laughs> um, I think there might have been a parade sketch. There was Lady Jam. Um, what was our we? Oh, one eight hundred phone by a friend. <laughs> Somebody was like, "This is gonna be viral." Yeah, I feel like I feel like every time I've been involved in like any commercial that we're writing or something they're like we want this to be viral and i'm like yeah. okay yeah great luck that another <laughs> another time when i'd love to have my creativity unlocked is yeah when they're like all right yeah. so we want something that's kind of like a found footage viral video kind of feel um that advertises garnier fructis but don't make the video about hair or shampoo or a cleaning yes. or anything like that 
We want this to be like a squatty potty um, <laughs> viral situation. I'm like, you mean the one with the unicorn is shitting rainbows? Like what? <laughs> or what poopery, whatever. Yeah. Like nothing like the pressure yeah. of like this must go viral yeah. to. Um, and when it's used like a descriptive, like, so what we want, we're hoping uh, we want you to write something viral. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you should have mentioned, <laughs> you should have mentioned you wanted it to go viral. <laughs> Normally, I'm writing comedy for myself. So thank you for explaining that you want people to enjoy it and share it. Any other thoughts or just or just you want it to go viral? Uh, no, 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 no. Just just viral. It's a word I've only seen and have heard once. And now I'm using it over and over again mm-hmm. to describe this. Like, oh, OK, cool. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, my uh, <laughs> Oh my God. Speaking of viruses, I've got a, ooh, be doo, be doo, be doo. I want to know more, or maybe I don't know if you happen to have more information, but I know nothing about the dark web or like how to go mm. on it or how to do anything, do any of those things. Oh do you God, have it's... familiarity with the dark, with like how, yeah, to, like, gotta, do yeah, how close, use... how close are you in uh, DW? Yeah, because in my mind, I'm going to Google down. I'm going to download Google Chrome and just I'm going to download Google Chrome and search dark web. Will that take? I wonder how many people have just Google searched how to get on the dark. I'm sure it's like, oh, he's doing it right now. Dark web. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that the way they skirt around getting shut down is they pop up and they go away quickly. So Mm. they there will be like at that time you'll find out probably like on reddit you know how to get on the current server like for a while it was like dream weaver or something and dream you download yeah it was just the song you had to sing it and then whatever you wanted <laughs> <laughs> came to your doorstep it's kind um, of like a bloody mary thing uh <laughs> you just exactly. sing that for a little bit and then it yeah. shows up yeah um and then you have to download like a UPN, like you have to download something. I don't even know exactly how it works, but so it doesn't track your location. It You can put your location wherever you want. So you kind of do that. And then there's a whole communities of people who sell and trade things. I mean, I'm sure really shady stuff goes on like that is dangerous and bad, but then there's also just, you know, some guy making LSD tabs in his garage who has like thousands of reviews and they're all like legit and he's known he's been doing this for his whole life. And so you just order it and then it just shows up in like a little package. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can get all kinds of shit. Yeah. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the dark web. It seems. It's like looking at a brochure for a hotel. Like, look at all these features. Gambling, chat, wow, porn. Hacking. Is there like a resort fee attached? Um, oh, yeah. If you want to go, if you're if you're looking to do anything uh, counterfeit, um, it's a 5% uh, tax and whistleblowing also. Um, yeah, drugs is number one, followed yeah. by market and fraud. Oh, yes. You can get people's like driver's licenses or passports or that kind of thing. Yeah. That's so shady. Oh. Yeah. Bitcoin is a big one. Let's all just do drugs drugs, and forget about the rest of the stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, if if these percentages, if people weren't so concerned with counterfeit and anonymity and hacking and porn and just microdosed, these, I think you if know, they fraud all did numbers a little bit of mushrooms, they wouldn't care about trying to hack somebody's social security anymore. Yeah. See, I I'm always back and forth on, and that's why I think microdosing appeals to me is just the idea of the micros because I am. Uh, despite my antidepressants, I can get very anxious and I feel like I'm so terrified of a bad trip that like I'm going, I'm setting myself up for an anxious bad trip. Um, Mm -hmm. Like my brain will just create what I'm afraid it's going to create, which is why I feel a smaller dose would probably help. I just remember in college being the one who didn't do, like, because they say when you do shrooms, you should have somebody who's, like, just to watch and take care and and Mm -hmm. mind you. And I was that person. And I just, like, for a half hour, I had to just keep pretending to take a fishbowl off of someone's head because they were so freaked out that the fishbowl kept showing up around their head again. And I always think like oh I'm gonna be fishbowl head like I'm going to get in my mind that like this is bad and I'm trapped and I'm just gonna be fishbowl head and then the person that's like taking the fishbowl off of me will forever judge me and is upset with me because I'm because I'm being well I'll do it with you okay I won't I won't be mad to have to pull I don't think you'd be fishbowl head and I had to put the vacuum in the bathroom uh, but I don't remember why (laughs) god where (laughs) But I, Where but was I, it? Uh, this is Michigan. This is Kalamazoo, Michigan in okay. the early aughts. Yeah. Um, you know, vacuum technology wasn't what it is today. So it probably was maybe a bigger, scarier looking vacuum. Yeah. Those are uh, terrifying. Yeah. yeah. But had to be had to be put away. Wow. What about wow. you, Nadia? Any scary vacuums in your past? <laughs> What's the scariest <laughs> vacuum everyone's seen? Go. I mean, I think Roombas are very freaky, just generally. Yeah. There's a commercial for Roomba, and the guy says, Roomba, clean the counter. And so I Googled to be like, are there small countertop Roombas? There are not. This commercial is saying, hey, you know that Roomba that you have on your nasty-ass floor all the time? Pop it up on the counter, and you don't have to wipe mm -mm. crumbs. Like, it's just a ground Roomba. There's no, so many connections you. you have to make to like make that a good commercial. I know. If you need a bad commercial to watch, um, I just saw this one um, for the grocery outlet, Bargain Market. Ooh. Have you guys? No. Okay, we'll just Mm-mm. look it up. It. Um, I'll send you the link. Grocery outlet, Bargain Market. That might be part of it. Um, um. Is it uh? Is it like a sin? Is it a syndicated like older? No, it's currently running on okay. television. Um, have you seen? If you watch any like cable after midnight, the uh, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, um, the commercial for his autobiography from crackhead Back. to CEO is it's like a five minute commercial. That is just him talking about how great he is and how amazing his life is. And it's just like, man, so Trump and my like my pillow and the like all of the conspiracy theories. I want to know, is the pillow any good? Right. For all no, the talk about the my pillow man, you know what I hear nothing about? My pillows. Are they worth it? No. No. Just got that's the, the thing. 
He just figured out like a gimmick. My pillow. I don't know. I mean, I want to know the word out, but I'm not going to try one. I mean, it comes in a box. I think that's weird to have a, a my pillow <laughs> pillowcase and book bundle. You guys, you can get a my pillow, a pillowcase, and Mike Lindell's book <laughs> for forty dollars. <laughs> well, that's a. Oh, you know what? That's not even a steal. <laughs> No. It's not. A normal MyPillow is $45 and it comes in a box and the box has Mike Lindell holding and hugging a pillow on it. Uh, oh, that's a God. that's a trip. That's a bad trip. That's a bad trip. So speaking of bad trips. So going back a minute, I think part of the reason that it's um, from what I can tell, micro doesn't become mainstream is there was this LSD researcher, James Fadiman or Fadiman, I'm not sure, but he basically gained steam in um, Silicon Valley circles because this guy was like, hey, um, it has a small positive effect and it's not scary compared to just taking a ton of drugs. Uh, and that is apparently sort of like how this sort of became more of a popular thing. Uh it's certainly right now it's it's been about like 10 years obviously since the guys introduced this and this guy basically used it as uh, somehow it sort of became hey this might be helpful and then that became a silicon valley productivity hack which yes. i find very funny um yes and because it's illegal it's really hard to study scientifically um except like the Netherlands and a few other places that are the decriminalizing history it. of that is really interesting. Um, there's a book called how to change your mind by Michael Pollan also. Mm -hmm. And it, he goes into the whole history of that, how it was being studied, you know, it was invented in the seventies, sixties or seventies. I can't remember. And then they were studying it and giving it to like, the army for different, all these different uses. And then they restricted the studying of it because uh, I don't know all the history. You probably know more about it from what you're reading, but it is fascinating how it was just banned. And then all of a sudden it became this like illegal thing. And then, but now it's kind of coming back because of these, that guy you're talking about in this Michael Pollan book and they're actually starting to be able to research it again because it was yeah. on that class, whatever level drug. So they weren't able to do any research. Yeah, there was a Dutch study that uh, hadn't gone undergone a peer review. So it was one of those where it's like, this is a study that's like, mm, maybe. But uh, the, like, the biggest issue is they didn't have a um, control group of people who took something other then uh silo cybin psilocybin is that how you say it yeah psilocybin um uh so as a result it was like uh maybe these people benefited and maybe they didn't they don't really know because you know it's that thing where you'll do a study with people and uh somebody will be like oh oh yeah i was also thinking that thing everybody else was weren't we all doing that thing together like they can't you know since they don't have a control group they're not able to figure it out but as far as findings with other microdosing studies it's just like mostly fitting in with anecdotal reports so a lot of what you're gonna find at this point right now is that uh yeah 
you guys you're are gonna just like have a friend who did it and then it's like you should try it and it's like oh really yeah um because like you guys are basically doing anecdotal research right now yes exactly we're contributing to the pile this yeah. is this is a call for more research, more scientific research that I'm sure the, the scientific community would love to have. And boy, um, do we have their ear. And let's hang yeah. it over their head, <laughs> shall we? Let's ask for something. Listen shall up, we? science dudes. <laughs> that could be a fun um, podcast. I mean, I would never listen. want to be a part of it because too educational, but listen up, science dudes would be a good name for Ooh, yeah, listen up, science dudes. I mean, I immediately <laughs> won't listen because it has the word science in it, but you know. <laughs> someone out there's gonna want to someone out there's gonna listen i mean that's one of my big things is i feel like there should be a ton of studies on this stuff because there's this lack of research into the potential benefits of microdosing so it's mm-hmm. just about yeah. asking people who have done it and like there's only one thing that apparently has come out as like this is uh an actual genuine concern which is from a a drugs advisor uh, in the US or the UK, but they said there's a theoretical possibility that relatively low doses of LSD taken every day could narrow heart valves, but mm. there's no evidence that even full doses are that dangerous to health, although obviously the effects can be. So it's this thing where it's like, potentially there is a thing, maybe, yeah. but also, wow. uh, yeah. Well, that's interesting that it's like maybe possibly and I, I could see that, but it's uh, when you do it every third day, like you feel the effects the next day even without taking it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like your body telling you you don't need any more of that thing right now. Um, right. But then I I think it also starts to like it all uh, – is in the pituitary, uh, what's it called? I don't know. It, there's a gland right here and on your brain or this isn't the science guys talk right now, <laughs> but it's that, um, it's basically like your third eye. It opens up that little bing part that's like, um, those are the science terms, I think, but the bing part. Yes. The bing and the, um, yeah. But when you start to feel that from, the little microdose, you can, I found myself being able to feel those feelings without it. So like through meditation or breathing or just like awareness being like, I can, I can bring those like neuro pathways back just cause they're already kind of grooved in a little bit. So it kind of mm-hmm. like trains you the possibility of good feelings. Oh, that's kind of cool that yeah. like a, that that our bodies could just do that. Yeah. Our bodies are dope. Our bodies are <laughs> a wonderland. <laughs> All right. Get out. <laughs> I should write a song. You need like, a pop culture. <laughs> you need a pop culture show, Steve. You've referenced more pop culture in the last <laughs> hour than anyone I know. <laughs> but I don't think it, I don't think anyone would argue that I've referenced any topical or interesting in yeah, any way pop culture. Is Christine Baranski pop culture? I don't know. She's I mean, like, ever since uh, Christmas on the Square, which everyone in this conversation, oh. uh, you know, speaking of psychedelic. Oh. Uh, Christine Bransky sings with a 10-year-old bartender. It's beautiful. 
I mean, that, anytime that the premise, like a trip. anytime the premise is it's Christmas Eve and someone's going to sell an entire town. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just gleefully evicting people town. on Christmas Eve. Like you all have to move. Yes. And I told just my parents eviction to notices it. like crazy. Did they watch they it? Like, that was weird. That you know, was their review. Duh, was like, yeah, obviously, yeah. That's that's why we watched it. They're it like weird. they sold the town and but they did like have fun doing a little like who's who like oh that was the guy from this and that was the lady from this mm-hmm. That's their and I mean part. through the glory of uh, the lord Dolly Parton gets a woman pregnant um, just she, through the window yeah, like just, looking at her yeah <laughs> just she gets a the woman pregnant floats. through a window <laughs> the baby floats over into and I do wonder hair. like is this like because there's so many church overtones, is this an immaculate conception that's happening? Or was there sperm in her, you know... Sparkles? Yeah, were there sperm in her sparkles that just like... (laughs) Yeah, did Dolly's sparkle have sperm? Or did the woman already have some sperm in her vagina and Dolly's sparkle is just kind of like... I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Gentle push. Gently push the sperm. Just a gentle push. (laughs) Oh my God! I know. Is Dolly Jesus? I would. Oh yeah. Wait, Look. No. Yeah. Is Dolly God? Dolly in, God. In that in the world of that movie, I don't know. In life, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, she a savior? Yes. <laughs> she she funded the Moderna Moderna vaccine. So yes. Yeah. She. She, <sighs> yeah. She she is. she is our current Jesus. I she have is. no. I agree. Argument against that. I and uh, she. Declined the Medal of Honor um, or Medal of Freedom or whatever she, whatever White House medal she was supposed to get. She declined it. Oh, because it was from we know who. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would um, too. Have you been on the uh, the subreddit about microdosing? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, it's, I'm not good at Reddit. Yeah. It's a lot of people uh, sharing photos of what they drew. Which is fun. Oh, um, fun. and like news around it and such, and sort of their versions of you know what their journeys. I thought you uh, said nudes at first, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know that side effect. Uh, yeah, there's they call it Titanic syndrome, where they're like, paint me like one of your French girls, <laughs> <laughs> and just everybody gets naked, and it's like it doesn't happen often. Um. But it is a side effect. A lot of uh, newbie questions, which are basically like, you know, is this similar to edibles? Do you do this daily? Mm. Will you get possible psychosis? All this stuff that like if there's if there were like three big top questions and you were like, I'm going to go answer these for these poor these poor newbies in the Reddit forum. What would you what are like the three things that you would tell somebody who's like about to microdose in a couple of days just to like alleviate any fears or allow them to know like hey it's gonna work out sounds like nadia's about to but she just wants a little bit of encouragement like yeah. uh, no, so just no. for, for a friend Steve, Steve, uh, no, yeah friend. it's for a friend in canada <laughs> for a friend i would say if you're over 25 and you can get a tiny bit from some kind of trusted source Mm -hmm. um 
And I would say five micrograms to start. That's very, very little. And you may not feel anything. I mean, that's very similar to like, if you buy like, um, like a, like if, if you buy like a paint, it'll say, try a little bit on a corner of the floor mm-hmm. first, just to right. make sure everything Why goes well. are you painting well. the floor? Um, my <laughs> kitchen, speaking of our four-person show, one member of that four-person show used to live here and painted the kitchen tile and... <laughs> And it is such a filthy fucking floor now because the paint just collected all the dirt. So maybe if we would have tried on a corner first. But yeah, the idea of like, just try a little bit first and and go from there, I think is, yeah. Yes, try five micrograms. Try, and I don't know, I would say like, if you can, uh, if you can do the whole like, buy a little bit, put it in the vodka, get a micro, like a dropper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like a lot of work, but um, you, if once you do that, that amount would be the amount you use for the next year and a half. You're not doing right. it anymore or two years. Um, so if you're down to really be serious about it, I would try that. Um, and then don't do it every day. Every third day is great. And just let it see how it feels. Like do a week, do every third day for, I would say a week to three weeks. Just see what your general um, vibe feels. I would also be careful if you're on any kind of pharmaceutical, the effects of that. That would be something to look into before diving in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, uh, no, nobody here is like, hey, if you have some weird health thing, just do it anyway. Like if you do, <laughs> if yeah. there's something big going on in your body, perhaps speak to a doctor. Yeah. yeah. I have like um, a medical into it. I work with. Have you guys heard of that? No. They she um, channels. It's very woo channels a doctor who goes in to my body like through spirits and figures out what's going on and just like it's kind of like um reflex you know like when you chinese you know kind of like um eastern medicine you're not actually like they're not taking your blood blood to test things they're just Mm -hmm. able to i don't know I don't really know how it all works, but well, what it is, is they shrink down a little school bus <laughs> and it goes up your nose and in your body, like in the magic school bus. And then they're able to just see there's everything. a bunch of kids in there yeah, and a really cool teacher name is frizzle. Yeah. My medical into it is named Mrs. Frizzle. <laughs> She's married now. Um, she has great fashion sense. Yes, she does. Aren't they making that movie? I think they are. I'm going to say it's Kate McKinnon, but I could be making Mm, that up. That would be good. But I feel like, yeah. Oh, I think she might be the voice. Nope. She's the voice of Miss Frizzle um, on a uh, cartoon that (laughs) has been airing on Netflix for 
that ended on Netflix two years ago. Oh, oh. Wait, In 2017. Even... Oh, maybe. Will you look up live action? Yes, I'm so sorry. Live action. No, no, no. I I could do it too. I... Do you want me to look up live action Magic School Bus or just live? Oh, Elizabeth Banks. That's right. That's what yes. I thought. Okay, Elizabeth yep. Banks. Yeah. Also um, good. Also, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, it's from her production company, Women Behind the Camera. Yes, that's not the name of her production company. Her production company is Brownstone. Brownstone. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. if her production company is Women Behind Women the behind Camera? The yes. Camera. <laughs> I can't imagine it. Um, that's really cool. I think that'll be cool. I'm I'm so jealous. I want that role. Um, well, you know, we've got like five Spider Men, so we, we can have a Miss hey, a Miss Frizzle multiverse. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, honestly. Why wouldn't that we? Sounds great. Into truly. the Frizzleverse. <laughs> Into the Frizzleverse. With Patty and Bransky and Handler. Oh my God. Everybody. Patty, everybody else. Yes, everybody. Um, Throw them all in there. Dolly. Lily Tomlin was the original voice. Yep, Dolly. Mm-hmm. Susan, you know what? I'm going to, unfortunately, Susan Sarandon has, her recent behaviors have uh, disinvited her from the Frizzleverse. She do. She's just very like, isn't Susan Sarandon the one who's just like very Bernie or bust and like, uh, I just feel like throughout the election, she would say things that were not helpful. Yeah, not helpful. Yeah, not helpful. I got you. But it might not even be Susan Sarandon. What do you think, Nadia? What am I, Nadia, what am I thinking of? I'm not sure. I, I do think she kept maybe, I think, I think the general public was like, hey, and I think some folks were like, yeah, and I haven't done enough digging to make a statement. To cancel her officially. Um, Deborah Messing told Susan Sarandon to shut the fuck up. So, Right. I don't know who yes. to believe, but one of those two which, can which, be. Which uh, one of these red-haired curly women are we going to believe on this one? And Ms. which one of them Frizzle. are we going to cast into the Frizzleverse? <laughs> um, here's here's a question I forgot to ask earlier. Uh, are you a coffee drinker? Because something that's come up in a lot of anecdotal evidence is that uh, microdosing people just be like, oh, I don't feel the need to drink coffee in the morning anymore. Is that, that something is you notice? But I do drink coffee. I drink bulletproof coffee, which is. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, about to ask. I remember that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've been- I always associate because you introduced the concept to me. Um, oh, really? And so I always think of you when I see this coffee. It is such a concoction. It's turned into even more of like a witch brew. It's like <laughs> coffee, ghee, MCT oil, which is a form of coconut oil. And then I put cinnamon, turmeric. I put collagen um, powder, collagen protein. And then like two of these like mushroom blends. So it's like this thing that I drink and pepper because pepper. How's it taste? So good. Because the ghee is like butter. It's butter. Okay. Yeah. So it tastes like a delicious cinnamon roll. And because of the butter or ghee, you don't have like the jitters of coffee. So you're Mm. just like, it's a very nice. So I still do that when I microdose, but I, I didn't. Yeah. You don't need coffee as much. Do you make that coffee? Like, do you have like a pitcher of it or is this like something you have to mix together every day? Yeah. It's like 
I make it every day, but I make a big thing of it so I can just like sip on it all day. It's kind of like, you know, the biohacker kind of looks like that. Can you see? Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you warm it up or anything? Because I also sip on my coffee all day and eventually yeah. I'll just add ice to it and be like, all right, oh, yeah. you've turned. Yeah, mm. you, you turned. Yeah. It's going to be an iced coffee now. Yeah, I do that. I do that. Um, but it's really good. I'll make you guys someone we can get together. Perfect. Yes. Oh, I'd love that. Um, I will say one other thing that I found is that they're doing uh, mushroom microdosing studies in Australia. There's going to be a trial that ju- this is like pretty recent. This is like last month in January of 2021 that they are kicking this off. And, uh, you know, jury's still out on whether it's going to like actually whether they're going to get more information out of this. But uh, there's a part of me going like, that's that's cool. I mean, like how many that, there was a, a UK study also that was like trying to do stuff uh, and they're trying to get the results out soon. And so I'm going to I'm going to call it. Do we think that 2021 is the year of the microdose? I say yes. I think we're ahead yes. of the curve here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to become a thing, gonna be, right? Like it's just yeah. going to be the thing to do. do. Yeah. Yes. I think so. I mean, and I think, yeah. It's and I think legal. Yeah. In Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Mushrooms became legal this year in Oregon. Oregon. I believe that's correct. Um, and then the like this guy, veteran, veterans walk and talk is his um thing, his mm-hmm. organization. He's doing a ton of stuff, but it's not like you know FDA. You know, you're not going through the government yet because it's um. It's not legal here in LA. I think like California. it's good to be, you know, it, it's if it's something that's so that helps people so much, it's kind of a bummer when it's illegal because then you can't, you know, it would just be better if it was regulated and people could be could feel safer about where they're getting it from and, and all of that and for it to be studied more and for people to it feels like the beginnings of what the weed kind of yeah uh, trajectory was. Like yeah. for so long it was illegal, people were going to jail for it, but people knew there were really good benefits as well. So like the cannabis kind of trajectory feels like what will happen with psilocybin, I think. Yeah, it's crazy because like I remember the last episode of Weeds was like 10 years in the future, she had opened like a, sorry to spoil weeds for everyone, but it ends with her. I don't even know what the year was, but it was 10 years after the finale. So probably like around this time now, or maybe, but she had, she had now opened like a legal, basically like weed Starbucks. And I remember like at the time it was kind of like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I guess that's where things are going. And now like that's where things are. So Mm yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had that right. They had that right. Yeah. I mean, if it, it, weeds was nothing if not, you know, prolific in, in predicting the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I, I want to be the um, new weeds lady, but um, with mushrooms. Yeah. But a Mrs. Frizzle's wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> but a Mrs. Frizzle wardrobe. And like vibe. 
Like Mrs. Yeah. Frizzle's whole thing, but Weeds Lady for shrooms. Yeah. Like, come on, we're going on I'm an into adventure. It. Yeah. <laughs> this, I don't know what the hashtag for this to get this. Vi- we just need this to go viral. So if you guys could just like work hey, on that, so work on making just, this thing. The only uh, guidelines are make it viral. Yeah, that's it. That's the only. Okay, Steve, do you got that? Just make this viral. Yeah. Oh, you want this to be viral. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, every time I do something for the public, I'm always wondering, like, do I want, should this be viral? Yeah. Like, do I want everyone to see it? I don't and, know. And, and, maybe. Let's, maybe. Make a select few. Let's, make a pro- <laughs> Let's make a pros and cons list. Viral, not viral. Mm, <laughs> I guess viral. Ah, uh, Patty Guggenheim, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Oh, thanks. Thank you for having me. I I just want to say again, I'm by no means any kind of expert. And no uh, worries. Nobody uh we, we get that a lot. Um nobody okay, if anybody has gotten the I mean yeah, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get um I don't want to get sued. I can't imagine nobody anybody sue anybody. I, I can't imagine nobody sue. Okay. Yeah. If 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 Nadia and I had the power to like convince people to do anything through this podcast, I'd be so excited. But I don't think you need to worry about um, it going. Yeah, fire. I don't think you need to. Yeah, you're. Don't worry. I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry about. Okay. I wouldn't worry about like a misinformation campaign. Great. But we would love information on if there's anything you'd like to plug at this time. Find you online. Beetle, better and better at it. (laughs) Do I have anything to plug? Um, Yeah, I do. Wait, yes. Okay. Since it's such like a different time of everything, I'm like things are still happening. I just don't know the. I forget the exact dates. Um, I'll be on Mr. Mayor coming up. Oh, I just watched yeah. the pilot. You did? Yeah, it's great. Okay. I mean, yeah, awesome. So funny. What yes. a fun, what a fun world to see you in. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so fun. I'm excited to see it. Um, and then an independent film and a um, yeah, two independent films. I just don't know. I don't know. That's not helpful. Bye. <laughs> no, they're called um one's called Film Film Fest. And that will be really fun. I think it'll stream on Amazon and Apple. And then another one called um The Blackout. Mm. Film Fest and the Blackout, which is kind I kind of cried in it. It was like a drama. <gasps> oh wow. So yeah. So Clutch check out world. the blackout to see uh, Patty Guggenheim cry. Tears. Tears. Probably easier to tap into those emotions with um, the grooves that uh, in your brain. And where can people find you online? Oh, Patriscuit on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Um, yeah. Or in French, Patrisque. Just Patrisque. Or puh. Triscuit? Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. 
Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.